Welcome back to Davies Ford Podcast. Today is Thursday, October 14th. And today we're going to be talking about some basketball to start off. Did a better job with the date than last time. Don't take off the my headphones. Come on. Get back on. Get back on. All right. Now that you're back in the chair. You good? Yes. You you kind of little you little far away. So it seems like you have a problem. No, I'm fine. Let's go. Okay. So well, we're going to start with <laughs> like we said last episode, we're actually going to start with some basketball. I think the first set of games starts within the next week or so. And there is some pretty big storylines going on. And we will start with Ben Simmons, who finally showed up to finally showed up to camp a couple days ago when it was previously reported and what he said he wasn't going to play. It was not he said because nobody really heard him say anything, but it was pretty Allegedly, much reported. He was, it was pretty much reported that he said he was not going to play another game in a 76ers uniform and that he wanted to trade. And I think that based on that and based on him now coming back, I think he realized, one, they weren't going to pay him his money, which they held withheld like an $8.5 million check. And two, they were going to fine him for all these practices and stuff like that he's going to miss. And he didn't want to miss out on that money. And third, I think it came down to the fact that there wasn't a trade to make. At least not one that Philly was able to willing to say yes to. I think it kind of shows all those three things. I think, because here's the thing, if you want him to, the only way his value goes up and makes team want to play, want to trade for him is if he plays. Because based on how everybody saw him last when he was giving up a nice layup because he didn't want to go to the free throw line in the, what is it, the in the second round of the, yeah. against the Hawks. So he, against Trey Young, didn't want to take the shot, nope. gave it up. He had an open shot yeah, because he didn't want to go to the free throw line. And he refuses to shoot. He had like only five attempted three-pointers this past season. And I think it's on less, you can count on less than two hands how many attempted three-pointers he's had in the last couple years. So he's not progressing. He's not getting better. He is a great player on every other level. He's a great defender. He's pretty good at passing the ball and he all just that. He can't shoot. He can't shoot. He doesn't want to shoot. That's what makes it worse. Is that not like it's Giannis where Giannis is willing to throw it up even if he's not making it? Because he said, hey, I want people to know that I'm willing to take the shot. I'll try. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that Ben Simmons is not going to take the shot. And that's kind of like the big deal because the way he saw himself is like, hey, I can be the Giannis on my own team. But the thing is, Giannis has constantly trying to get better. Yeah. In a way that Ben Simmons isn't, which is why teams are more hesitant to give up all the picks and players and Everything that the Philly Philadelphia seventy uh, six would want, I almost said Phillies. My bad. <laughs> Philadelphia Phillies. I don't want to be into anywhere near baseball right now. No. Uh, so they're not well, they're not getting what they believe that is worth good compensation for him, and I think he knows that, and he doesn't want to pay all these fines. So he's hoping that he can co- he goes back, starts the season, and hopefully somebody will trade for him at some point if they get super desperate. And in that rate. This leads into our next point. Oh yeah, there was Kyrie. Kyrie, we're gonna go with a little. We've already we talked about him a couple episodes ago. Well, yeah, two episodes ago, where pretty much Kyrie's not playing any games in New York. Nope. 
because he stays unvaccinated and it's a natural. Don't a you need na- your vaccination card in New York to go anywhere? Not no, but to yeah, be I think in it's a, still like that in New York. To be in an indoor indoor space, at least for like a sporting event, you have to have to be vaccinated. I'm just I'm just talking about for the sports. I don't know about anything else, but when it comes to a sporting event, everybody that goes has to be vaccinated. And he's not vaccinated as of yet, so it's gonna. He caught his mic. That's good. He's messing with stuff. So. We're having mic issues here. His mic isn't managing to stay upright. Okay, back to what we're saying. Go. Kyrie still having issues, not getting the vaccination. He was hoping to get a, what is it? A, a med. He was hoping to get a amendment or a uh, a pardon for it, where he didn't have to and still play. Not happening. And now it has come to the point where the Nets have pretty much put into put it out there. That they don't want him back. If he's not vaccinated, he's not fully able to be with the team in practice. He's not going to play. He's not going to play at all. Home games or away games, nothing like that. Which has caused an issue. Which which is technically an issue because he is one of the big three. I believe that this shows that KD is finally done with it because there's no way they're making this decision no, without KD's making, okay. Or I don't think they're making this without KD or James Harden. Yeah, they, ha- they have to be giving the okay on this. But in... Not to mention, it's a team game. It sucks when you have a player that's not willing to make the same sacrifice you are to go Kyrie for the championship. It's the same as Katie or Harden does. I think Katie and Hardy, Harden treat basketball as this is my life. Yeah. This is what we no, do. Very I think true. Ky- Kyrie is like, this is like second or third thing I do in life. I Yeah, I believe that Kyrie could potentially walk away from basketball and be fine. I think Harden and K- Katie. I don't think they want to. It's their life. Like, this is what they, they'd rather be balling than do anything else. Which is how he pretty much treats this, and that's how maybe that's why all they're all time great, and why he's not. I'm not gonna go into that conversation. I don't think Kyrie's that good, in all honesty. So I think at some point he'll realize he'll get to his senses. He won't be missing all these paychecks. They are gonna pay him for all the away games he'll he'll miss, but they will not pay him for the home games. So he's literally giving up his check on every game, pretty much every game outside of the away every, games. Every half his games. That's so that is a lot. That's of money. a lot of money. I think he's getting paid like thirty something million. This also puts a problem into them signing him, because they were the plan was for them to sign KD, who was signed already, then sign Kyrie, then sign Harden. Harden, all that's been put on hold. So this a lot of issues have come from this. So I think, and I think it came out came out yesterday that it was news that Kyrie said is not necessarily having a problem with the vaccine. He is trying to be the voice for the voiceless. Bro, I don't care. I don't care. But here's the thing, though. Stop trying to be the voice for the Here, voice. Here's the bro. problem. You the, are being paid to do something. And if you don't want to play basketball, stop playing basketball. Go be a freaking protester. Oh, but here's the thing, though, right? Is that the voice for the voiceless, right? But think about all the far-right people in politics are now looking like, hey, all you people that want to get the vaccine, you're this great basketball player who is black and, and is doing all these crazy things, all these different things in charity – is a guy that doesn't want to take the vaccine, so you shouldn't want to take it either. So now people that are far right, like a martyr. he's being used as a martyr by the people he probably doesn't support for the most part. So now it's like he's being a voice not only for the voiceless that he believes he's being the voice for, but he's also being a voice for the people that have voices that are just needing a little extra ammo to deal to to spew their make this whole vaccine thing political. It's not political; it is a public health. It's political. It, they've made it political. But at its core, it is a public health issue. And now he is helping people make politicize this 
and make it something that a lot of people just don't want to get the vaccine because they don't want to be a part of it. A lot of people are turned away by it because people have made it such a hateful thing. Are you vaccinated or not? And that, hey, you're a terrible person if you're not vaccinated. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying you're not making the right decision for everybody around you and for yourself. But I'm not going to sit here and say that people that don't take it are terrible people. Like, no, I get it. It's I a very personal. You shouldn't think of it as I am protecting not only myself, but everybody else around me. Yeah. But I believe there's there are certain things that pe- people are into that I can't control. All I can hope is the people that don't take it realize, hey, I'm not vaccinated and they live their lives that way. I don't want people to not take the vaccine and then still try to live their lives if it's a, as if it's not a pandemic going on right now. And that's what Kyrie is potentially giving voices to is the people that don't want to be don't want to get the vaccine, but also want to have normal lives as if there's not a pandemic going on, which is not the case. People are people are still dying out here. Maybe not as much as they used to, but, it's but there's still people a virus. dying. It's still here. not safe. No, it's still not safe. And people shouldn't be acting as if it is. So and this kind of leads to one other big story is that there was people that were hoping that this rumor was true that potentially the 76ers and the Nets would trade straight up for Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving and they'd probably throw they in they wouldn't straight up do it it'd be a couple picks for not picks I think it would probably be a, another player to make the money work out from who from Philly because the Nets don't have players to trade away. <laughs> and prob- probably picks, too. The it, Nets it, don't have any players. It would be Met, some combination the, of picks, the, too. The Nets maybe have ten, have nine, ten players on the roster. It was a rumor. It, it was a rumor that was going around. But the Phil- this Philly has pretty much said straight up, hey, I'm not willing to do it. They're not doing it because you know why? Why? Kyrie's a little bit um, not trustworthy. He, can, he leaves when he wants to. He wants a mental vacation. He'll leave. He doesn't really have much of a, hey, I'm going to stick here for the team. Which I get to some some extent, but I think sometimes it goes a little too far for him believing that you know he is a he is a a voice for the voiceless a lot. I think some people kind of give their voice too much credit, a lot like Kyrie, which has led to him kind of doing some things that are probably outside of what most people look at as accept, acceptable or needed or necessary. I'm not saying acceptable because nobody wants to tell somebody how to talk. But, like, it's unnecessary. I think some of the things he's trying to do is not needed. Like, he can go be a basketball player and not necessarily be fighting for every stance in the world. I think there's other people out there that are, like, he's taking a lot of some of the wrong stances, too. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, this is a stance you can take, but take it in silence. Or get vaccinated, but sympathize and show that you don't always have to, but you got to live your life the right way. All LeBron did it. LeBron got his blame because he was... He was yelled because he took his vaccine, but then there were people looking for him to say, hey, make a bigger stance on everybody should be vaccinated on that. And LeBron said, hey, I'm not willing to do that. I know that getting the vaccine is a personal decision for everybody with their bodies. And I'm not going to sit here and tell people that they should not that they should or like for sure should or should not get it because that's not my decision. That's on them. It's a very personal thing. And but do your research. And I'm vaccinated. My family's vaccinated. And that should be. It is what it is. Yeah, I made the decision that's for a me. Personal decision, right? He and just you doesn't can get make vaccinated. That decision with yourself, right? But I think McKyrie now has to deal with the consequences of not being able to be part of with it, be with this team. And I think at some point, probably already happened, but the Nets are not cool with it. And KD and and Harden are like, hey, we can't just be doing this. And if con- uh, continuity is what the big deal is, 
it's probably better not to have Kyrie around because he's only going to be there half the games. All you can hope is that potentially the mandates and stuff will go away as we get farther and farther out from being part of this pandemic. Maybe it gets better. Who knows? Maybe luck's out in Kyrie's favor, but maybe it shouldn't. Maybe it will be a hard lesson for him that maybe you shouldn't be so stubborn. I'm at the point where maybe the lesson shouldn't work for Kyrie. Right, maybe. So I feel like everything's worked for Kyrie in the past couple of years. Maybe it just should just go in the deep end and maybe he'll learn a lesson. Potentially. But, you know, you know how it works. Like, I think, like again, if he's traded or if they decide to, like, if they try to try to get rid of him, he's already said he, he'd retire. So they, it's going to be really hard for them to get rid of him unless he really wants to go somewhere, which I don't think he does. I think he likes living in New York with near his, that's where his childhood home was. That's where he lived growing up. That's where he wants to be. It's going to be really hard for them to get rid of him. He said he'd retire before getting traded. So I think it's going to be it's a hard situation for everybody, on both in that team and for him. But I hope that they can get that figured out because that team is way too it, – it would suck to not be able to see a team as talented as that, as Kyrie, um, that playing for somebody, if it, even if it's not for the Nets. He's a very talented guy. But back to the trade. Theoretically, if this trade happened, how would you think this would change both of those teams? I would start off by saying the Nets are already unstoppable, especially with Kyrie on the on the team. But if they got Ben Simmons too, as long as Ben Simmons will be willing to not be the ball handler, because obviously that would be Harden. But imagine the James Harden and and Ben Simmons pick and roll. That would be or KD and Ben Simmons <laughs> pick and roll would be absolutely insane. Yeah, I think it would be. That'd be unstoppable, but especially with, with Ben Simmons defense defense, which is what something that. The Nets, the Nets were, definitely need. Yeah. That would make them pretty much impo- impossible to beat for anybody, especially West, East, don't matter. And then Kyrie would make, obviously would make the 76ers better due to the fact that he'd be the point guard that Joel Embiid would need. That's a scorer, can distribute, can do everything you need him to do. He is a clutch shooter, which adds more three-point shooting to the team. I think that would be a very good need for them too. So I think this would that would be a win-win for everybody. But again, with Kyrie not wanting to leave, it's not going to happen. But it's a crazy thought to have. Like, ooh, what if that happened? It'd be a little bit of like uh, playing NBA 2K, where you could just start trading for anybody, and it's like trying to make the super team. <laughs> yeah, but even in 2K, they will veto. They will veto it. They know you can't do that. That makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it'd be really close to a trade that doesn't make sense, but. You know, it makes you think a little bit. It'd be fun, but again, do you? Uh, so, just keep going on the NBA. You have any NBA thoughts? We we can talk about our Bulls for a second. For Bulls a are looking here. good. I saw the pre the I watched the preseason game with uh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Screw Lowry Markkinen. He was not good. He was. You just can't stay on the court, so you're useless. We have Demar Rosen, Nikola Nikola Vucevic. Uh, you got it yet? Zach Levine. Uh huh. And the other guy, Lonzo. Yeah, him. And then, oh, we have a uh, what? What is the guy we drafted this past season? No, not that's past season. The season before that from uh, Florida State. Kobe White. No, the other guy, the three and D guy, that oh. you hated because he wasn't scoring that much. Patrick Williams. Yeah, Patrick Williams. Good, Play the four. As a three and D guy, if you don't need him to like be a scorer, I think he could be, he could be a surprise guy. You know that could give you some points, but he's mostly there for defense. 
Okay, that's fine. But I do see the Bulls potentially an actual playoff team, which is like really fun to actually. First or second round would be cool with me. Yeah, uh, like they're gonna have some growth. I'm not to expecting do. a win, just first or second. They'll be in the play. I just want to be in playoffs. Like yeah. the, I have really low standards for that. I, don't want, I miss I want to be the, in the first playoffs. being a first round exit. I miss it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, been God, so I miss long. it. And they look like they're gonna be a respectable team, which is like really fun to think about because when it came to basketball, it's pretty much been like ugh for years and years and years. I think they kind of realized that hey, we don't really draft all that well, and we're not getting lucky enough to get a top three pick to potentially get a surefire guy. So I think they realize, hey, we should just make our own team with free agents and see how that puts us in a better light. And I think with what they have, based on what they've drafted before and what they have now with trades and stuff like that, I believe they've done a lot in potentially making those themselves a very competitive team in the East, make the playoffs, and probably losing the first or second round. But, you know, it's better than That's nothing. That's all right. Better than watching it at home with us for – uh, starting in the first round. I so. get to see it. I get to see you guys do something. No, for sure. Uh, that would be a very, very exciting development, especially for us Bulls fans. Yeah. Uh, I got... Oh, talk about the Lakers a little bit. No, thanks. Russell Westbrook now is with that team. Russell Westbrook. Anthony Davis. The Brow. LeBron. Old man. Everybody's looking at them as, as probably the West winners. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think you still got Denver. You still got uh, Utah, who was the number one seed. No, Denver was number one seed. Denver was one. I think Utah was two. Um, something like that. But they're both really good teams. I think that West is a very stacked, stacked side of the coin. And, you know, Lakers are going to have a tough time, especially if Anthony Davis looks healthy right now, but depends on how they go throughout the season. LeBron has been great. Otherwise, when he hasn't gotten hurt, because when he every time he's gotten hurt, it's been a significant time away for him having to get healthy again. Yeah. So as long as he doesn't get hurt and Andy Davis stays pretty uh, relatively healthy, they'll be great. And then adding Russell Westbrook to the mix, as long as they can, LeBron can kind of get into his head like, hey, turning the ball over is not really great. I think his turnovers are gone down in every game since he started in the uh, offseason. And so hopefully that will be less of an issue. But, again, I don't look at them as, as the number one contender because I still think it's, it's the Nets. And, heck, I don't think the Lakers are uh, necessarily a lock for the Western Conference Finals either. No, I think it'll be much more of a battle. I think it'll be fun to watch. I think it will be, too, as long as everybody stays healthy. Um, I do believe that it will be a – it'll be crazy, the West this year. Especially with Golden State coming back healthy. Oh, God. That that like they're Golden gonna come State back with a gets a proper big man, it's over. Well, Wiseman is supposed to be the real legit big man. Wiseman's trash. I don't think so. I think he was just a young player that, and plus it's hard when you're playing for playing with uh, Steph Curry, who's gonna have the ball so much. It's gonna be really hard to sorry I have feed to a big man all the time. I hate basketball rookies in a way that I don't hate football and baseball rookies because baseball rookies one when they're good they're good they're really good right they don't even. Minors are nothing to them. They go straight to the majors. They're that good. Mm-hmm. Basketball rookies have these guys look trash for the first four years of their career. Some of them don't. Some of them just absolutely stunt on the scene. They just come off on the scene. Right. Guys like Trey Young, Luka Doncic, John Morant. John Morant. Mm-hmm. And there's the other guys who take forever to develop. Marvin Bagley, one That's of true. them. That's true. Yeah. He took forever to develop. Uh-huh. 
So it's harder to watch. I'm like, bro, you kind of suck. <laughs> Unlike with football, I'm like, yeah, this dude's good. He's just good. That's not Nothing you can do. He's good. I, I just feel like there's – for where, where basketball, where you have, like, the ter- top three to five players, literally looked at, like, hey, you're changing our franchise right now. It's hard to look at the rest of the players and be like, hey, why aren't you making a difference right now? There's only five guys on the court at one time. So you would hope that if you draft a guy like that super high – that they would be able to produce for you and be make you a better team I wanna, overall. I want to see it now. Right. And sometimes in basketball, if you're outside of that top five picks, it's harder to find those di- those uh, those diamonds in the rough, you know? Which I is know, what but, it is. But there's after a lot of teams that can guys. do that. They will find that diamond. Yeah. Like freaking Tyler Hero. I think he's one of them. <laughs> Speaking of Tyler Hero, I, like, yes, I, I don't like, think. I think Tyler Hero is a good player. I don't he's think a great, he's, a, he's a top he's player, a player. On, on a championship team. Me and you went over this. Yeah, he's not a top player. But by on a all means, team. he is a good player. Look, being honest, you think he could be the number two on a champion winning team? Oh yeah, being totally honest. If he can get some shooting and ha- if his shooting gets steady and his handles get better, because his handles are suspect. His defense is really bad, though. He's a shooting guard. Yeah, I know, but he doesn't got, need defense. Have you seen James Harden? What defense he has? No, I get it. Oh, exactly. Well, he, he's better on defense than people like to give him credit for. I'm not gonna lie to you. Now, now he is. Now. Yeah, for a while he wasn't. For yeah, the last. For sure. Uh, how long has he been playing? Like six, seven years. Last uh, six years, he's been bad on defense. Then this yeah, year with the Nets, he's been good. Do you know why? Because he had to put all of his energy into the offensive side of the ball that his defense kind of suffered for it. I do believe that he is with a guy like KD and maybe potentially KD. Yeah. Yeah, KD and Kyrie, potentially Kyrie, that – his defense, he doesn't have to work as hard on offense, which means his defense will be better. His defense was pretty good last year. Yeah. So ha- not having as much of a burden on you on the one side of the ball will lead to the other side of the ball being okay, you know? Yeah, I understand. But Harden is a volume guy. He is, yeah. I'm going to take 45 shots. I'm going to make half of them, and I'm going to end up with 50 points. And he wasn't like that last year either. He was no, he was the distributor. He was, was a guy... he was taking quality shots. He was only scoring like 15, 20 a game, but they were quality. And he was doing, his assist ones went, went, went way up. Yeah. Because you have a guy like KD. He's a, he is the assassin. He's the scorer. So you can kind of take some of that burden off of you. Yeah, okay with that? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what, what we're talking about next. Well, um, talk about their Bulls. Talk about the Lakers now. When you have Russell Westbrook and all that, them not having really have having a clear path, and you know, oh, you were talking about James Wiseman. That's where it kind of came in. We're having a big man, but still, like, so real quick, just we mentioned it for a second. But the Lakers, Russell Westbrook. Do you really see them being a much better team than what they were? Either they're gonna all be absolute beasts, or they're all some. They're gonna be hit and miss every game. I think. 80, if the AD stays healthy, they have a chance. AD and LeBron, let's be honest. Because if this is AD and Westbrook, it's going to be, like, that will implode. I don't know. If, if Russell Westbrook can be the Russell Westbrook of three years ago, then it's going to be hard to stop him. Because that team is full of three guys who are just unstoppable when they're going at it. When they're on a roll, LeBron is the hardest player in the NBA to stop, right? Yeah. You can't stop him in the paint. He will, some, for some reason, start shooting on you. He has a better shot now, for sure. When Russell is going in, there's nothing you can do. You that just have to. You are on the wayside watching him score. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And AD is just going to be unstoppable every game. 
Yeah, but Wes Westbrook sometimes gets to those modes where he's turning the ball over a lot. He's playing with so much effort. He like it's hard for him to slow down and be like, "Hey, let's just let's make the right play," rather than him trying to play as hard as possible. And I think that's what's going to be changed this year. Is that? Yeah, I think LeBron will will calm him down. I, I I do believe that will be a case, but I do I do potentially see it like you know not working perfectly. So you know we'll see, and especially like I said, with the West being as as crazy as it is, you don't have like a bunch of gimme games to figure it out. Anything else you got for basketball? No, yeah. not really. I think it's gonna be a fun season though. It will be a fun season. Our teams, I think we're more excited because we can watch it now. <laughs> because our teams are in it. Same like, thing happened. Our team is in same it. thing happened early in the football season. I was more excited because I get to actually get to watch it now. No, for sure, I get that. Uh, I think it's like in the next week or so. That teams will start playing, and we'll be getting all into more and more basketball as we go. But other than that, I got I got nothing on that. So we're gonna go right into the next week of football. Yeah. NFL week six, yeah, week six, and we're gonna go through all the games here and uh, kind of give you our predictions on them and any other minor thoughts that we may have going on. Throw them out there. Starting with Thursday night football. Buccaneers Eagles. <laughs> That's such a trash game. <laughs> Tom Brady is gonna destroy the Eagles. But let's be honest, Jalen Hurts will have good. If anybody plays fantasy out there, Jalen Hurts will have a great game because that secondary for the Buccaneers absolutely putrid right now. A lot like the Kansas City, like another team that's looked at as like a p- contender, but the secondary is so bad. Who's their free safety? Who for the Chiefs? Yeah, I thought he was good. Uh, Matthew. He's really good. He's not a coverage guy. He's oh. he is a all over the field he's Jamal Adams hawk. type. He's a ball hawk. Yeah, ball, ball hawk makes big tackles, but he's not a cover guy. So, like putrid right now. They have a lot of injuries. The Buccaneers do on the secondary. So Jalen Hurts actually might be a good thing when it comes to fantasy. But in real life, Tom Brady's going to destroy these Eagles. That's not. That's not even close. Got. I'm guessing you got Buccaneers in this. Dolphins Jags. I think it might be the Jaguars. <laughs> You're gonna take that pick from me. I was actually thinking the Jaguars might get a win be on the this Jaguars. one. That that game is actually in Europe. Okay. So in, in England, so I think the Jaguars might get a win. Like, I, the, just think about it though. They have all the controversy with Urban. They lose this past game with uh with some bad things going on with like the game not looking well, and then the Dolphins potentially get Tua back, his first game back, and they lose to the Jags. That'd be hilarious. That would be absolutely amazing. <laughs> and plus, the Jacks aren't playing terrible. Like no, they, they're just up against better teams. They're up against better teams. I just they're going to get a win. I don't think there's anybody that's going to go winless this season. Maybe the Lions. Lions probably will. <laughs> but uh, that's that's all I got. That's I'll go Jacks for the upset. Let's be honest here. Hey. Yeah, huh? Because Miami's a three and a half point favorite, according to Vegas. The people that you know get all the money and all that for the betting every week. Packers Bears. Who you got? Tough game. Packers win though. Bears. Whoa. Here's what I saw when they were playing my Bengals. Okay, go I ahead. I saw my defensive lineman getting in that backfield with ease. With ease. Okay. Combine every defensive lineman on on my team. Packers secondary is not looking great either, so you I You combine every defensive lineman on my team. Mm-hmm. They still equal Khalil Mack. Okay. I'm saying Khalil Mack gets at least two to three sacks this game. Oof. 
at minimum, and then 40 pressures on Aaron Rodgers. And the Bears have a decent secondary. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers' magic won't work on a decent secondary. I here's what I think though, right? I think the Bears defense is better than what the Cincinnati defense is. Yeah. But I do believe that I believe Justin Fields will play better too. I don't think it's gonna be on the Bears offense. I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna go into this Bears game like, hey, that Cincinnati game was too close last week. It's time to shut everybody up and kind of show how good we are. And Aaron Rodgers is gonna go absolutely nuts, even against a better secondary. I do believe Aaron Rodgers is good enough where he'll transcend even a better a better defense in the Bears. I just think it, it's it, that is a hard game because I really would like to see Justin Fields win, but I have to go with the Packers. They're just a better team football team at this point, especially after the last week how close that game was. Aaron Rodgers is not going to have anything close to wanting to have that happen again. Uh, I got your game. You guys play the Lions. W. If we lose w. the Lions, I will quit watching football. I want to pick the Bengals, too. They should win this game handily. It should not even be close. If a people play fantasy, play any Cincinnati wide receiver that you may have on your on your squad. They are going to get a lot of points because that Lions secondary is really bad. And I don't see them really running the football that much with the Bengals, so I think they're going to throw the football around a lot, and Bengals should win that game. If they lose, I will be clowning. You were making a face? Yeah. Um. Should I just keep going while you're having this moment? Okay. I'm guessing you're picking the Bengals. Texans, Colts. Colts should win that game. Colts should have. Heck, the Colts played a really good game against the Ravens last week. Ravens came back in an uproar, but I do believe that the Colts are still a good team. Their defense kind of gave them up. Carson Wentz is playing a lot better. I think we're going to do our quarterback rankings here in the next few weeks and Carson Wentz is going to go up, too, because he's just, he's playing better and better every week. I think him and Jameis are both going to go up because they both prove something. Who and Jameis? Him and Jameis. Jameis is not going up. Jameis is I'm going to stop mediocre. doing the podcast with you because you just keep making me mad, and I'm going to have to beat you. I agree with you with... with <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything else. You, go ahead. Keep going. No. No? Okay. Colts will win this game. I think the Colts will beat up on the Texans team. Even though Texas is ha- Texans have been playing tough, Colts are just a better football team, and I'll just go with them, even though they're both 1-4, and four, which is really weird. Colts have just played a pretty tough schedule up to this point. But, you know, there's what it is. Rams-Giants. Rams will drag the Giants. Giants have a lot of injuries. I don't even think even Dan Jones is playing this week. Saquon's going to be out for the next couple the weeks. Giants back up. At quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I uh, let's see here. It's not even telling me. It. I'm guessing you're gonna take the Rams as well. Roster. Yes, Joe. I'm taking the Rams. That's a hey, stupid maybe, question. May, Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon's a backup. Who is that? Mike Lennon is being has been paid to be a backup for too long because he's not good at football. Who is that? He got drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before they got Jameis. He's not good. I'm not gonna lie to you. And he came when he came in uh when he came in last week for the Giants, he did not play that well either. 
So I do see the Rams beating up on them. They just have a much better football team. Heck, they I think the Giants even have injuries at the wide receiver position too. So, you know, it's just one team's much better than the other. It would have been a it would have been a tough game if uh, the Giants were all the way healthy though, because they're just playing tough. Their defense is actually pretty good, other than their pass defense, especially with what that kind of runs into the strength of the Rams. So, you know, the Rams are just gonna have a pretty easy week as far as I can tell. <laughs> what you got? I forgot John Ross is on the Giants. <laughs> John Ross had a touchdown catch last game. I don't care. I know. You just say John Ross. And can you give me my? Get, can you give me my screen here so I can take us through the rest of the games? Hello? Mm. I need my screen back so I can take us through the rest of the games, man. Okay. So, next we got Chiefs in Washington. We did, we did forget to talk about the Chiefs last week. Chiefs lost, a, lost in pretty convincing fashion to the Bills because they starting to – people are starting to figure the Chiefs out. When you, If you can – disrupt Tyreek Hill and uh, Kelsey. Kelsey. It's a really hard for their offense to keep running. I think the weather didn't help last week either. It was like it was like a lot of rain, all that. Sunshine. Heck, did you know Patrick Mahomes has his money picks this season? As of like, I think it was like 10 or 6 interceptions already. It matches what he had all of last season. Already. So, like, he's having a lot of trouble with throwing a lot of interceptions right now. They're going to have to button it up, run the football more. You think they'll figure it out? Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Their defense is bad, too. It doesn't help. Yeah. Clyde Edwards-Alaire got hurt last game, so he's actually going to be out for the foreseeable future. Um, So, without a decent running back, I don't think they really have anything on their roster that's going to get their running game going. And if they're going to keep playing how they're playing, I don't see the Chiefs getting a whole lot better, especially with the issues that they have. But, heck, they're a good team. And freaking Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. So it wouldn't surprise me if he just turns it around and starts playing like playing out of his mind. But still, who do you say the Chiefs were playing again? Washington. Oh, they beat up on Washington. Like they make oh, it, yeah, absolutely. They I don't make know what's up, what's up with Washington defense. They played so well last season. And now they're just lost. They are lost. Chase Young's been doing nothing. Yeah. I, don't, I think he only has a couple pressures. They're not playing complimentary football, no. both on the defense or offensive side. I do believe that, heck, if their offense was playing better, maybe it would give the defense a little bit better mentality about potentially playing better. But, you know, that team's just bad overall, and they have a lot of issues. But the Chiefs will make an example of them. Heck, it wouldn't surprise me if Patrick Mahomes threw, like, five touchdowns just to show, hey, all these doubts about me is not really warranted even though they kind of are just based on how the good teams are playing them. And it's still, the Chiefs aren't looking good in their division, so they're going to need every game possible when they're, uh, especially the gimmies. So hopefully the Chiefs will take it seriously and they'll beat up on the Washington uh, football team there. What you got next? Vikings, Panthers. Is McCaffrey playing this week? They said that it's a close call that he might. If McCaffrey plays... I think it's a, the it's Panthers, a Panthers win. win easily. Very easily if McCaffrey plays and he's healthy. But if not, it makes it a little bit closer. But cause that but the Vikings have been playing so bad. They've been so bad as of late. So you know what? I'll pick a Panthers either way, even if McCaffrey doesn't play. Panthers have shown a lot of good football in them, even without all their best players. Even if even if 
even after that loss last week where it didn't look too good, they have shown some good football. The Vikings really have not shown a lot of great football when they don't have Dalvin Cook in. So, and I think he comes back potentially this week. But I think that those troubles with Kirk Cousins being not necessarily the best of quarterbacks is going to haunt them all this season. So, you know, I think they're going to regret giving him all that guaranteed money that they gave him a couple years ago. Next, what you got? Chargers Ravens, probably the game of the week. That game's going to be so good. It'll be Wait, the is that Sunday night or Sunday night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's It'll be the Chargers, such though. a good game. It'll be the Chargers. Ravens don't have good enough defense. But the Ravens playing out. I, I want to pick the Chargers. I think the Chargers are a better team. But I would not be surprised if the Ravens kind of just played out of their mind a lot like last week and Lamar Jackson just pulls out a W. But Chargers are a better team. I think Herbert's been playing slightly better than even Lamar Jackson this season. And that offense is just well-rounded all, all together. Austin Eckler, a great running back who's been having an awesome year. They have all the great wide receivers. Uh, Williams. They got Keenan Allen. They And they have great tight end, too. They're just they're a stacked team. And I think they're going to be probably one of the best teams in the AFC by the time the season's over. No doubt. Yeah, I can definitely agree. You're guessing your pick Chargers, right? Yeah, it'd be stupid to pick the Ravens. Ra- Lamar's good and all, and so is Mark Andrews. But one, they don't have enough offense. Offense, they don't have enough. In all honesty, why won't they draft a wide receiver? Why do they, they keep drafting? Who? Dude from Minnesota, Rashad Bateman. Is he good? He's small, but good. Okay, cool. They drafted two tight ends this last draft. Two. Mark Andrews is 24. Mark Andrews is good. He's really good. He's really good tight end. Stop drafting tight ends. Just draft eight wide receivers, honestly. Hey. You have an offensive line. You have everything you could possibly need. Draft defensive players and wide receivers. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Well, they need running backs, too, because they have not been able to. They've been hurting all yeah, their, Jake, running, Jake all their running backs. Is, come on, he's gas. They, Jake Robbins is good, but they were running him in the preseason. He got hurt in a preseason game because he shouldn't have been playing in because they're trying to build toughness or whatever the reason is. And they just had a lot of hurt. Running backs, I think Latavis Murray is their starting running back right now, and he's no world beater. So they have a lot of trouble at running back. No running back's really doing any work for them, really. Other than Lamar Jackson, he's their best running back and quarterback. So uh, that's why I think the Chargers are going to win that game. Even though I think I think it'll be close. I think it might be another classic one, to be totally honest with you. Hey, what else you got? Mm, what did I just say? Chargers and Ravens. That wasn't the month Sunday night game. Cardinals Browns, Cardinals Browns. I say Cardinals lose this game. Whoa, Baker's not playing well. Picking Cardinals, that, very that easy Brown pick for me. Defense is too scary. Kyler Murray is a RC car on a field with a bunch of big hulking men that just can't keep up with him. And that Browns secondary is not that good, and D Hop will absolutely destroy them. Especially he's coming off the second week off of his injury. I think he'll be even more healthy. He'll be playing very well. Um, heck, the and your your guy, right? They uh, have your former great wide receiver. Why am I forgetting his name now? Oh, man. I can't think of it. Their passing offense is really good, and their defense of it has been coming along very well, too. So I do think the Cardinals are going to beat up on the Browns because the Bre- – I think these next couple weeks are just going to prove how much 
Baker is not the guy. And I think a lot of Browns fans are going to be really mad. They're going to they're gonna be ready to get rid of him by the time the season's over, if I'm being totally honest with you. I, I definitely agree. Next game. Raiders Broncos. Sorry, Ooh. I had to like double take and think about it for a second. That's a, that's. I think it's gonna be a good game. Be a close game with two teams that are kind of struggling but the right now. Raiders are gonna win. Oh, we never talked about. Oh, for the Raiders, real quick. Mm. Uh, John Gruden. Did you hear about the emails? Oh yeah. Uh, apparently John Gruden hates a lot of people and yeah. likes to spread a lot of hate about people on his email feed with other people. Um, apparently he's a little bit a little racist, misogynistic. A misogynistic, anti-gay. He kind of has like a clean sweep of uh, of hate. And uh, he, he got fired for it. He had to resign. I think the NFL kind of gave him a no, no-win situation because, heck, I even think the people that were leaking the emails was like, hey, longer John Gruden's in there, we're going to start leaking more. And I think he had a lot of hate. And I think the, all the emails spanned like for seven years. Yeah. You have that much? That's a lot. That's a lot of emails. Like, here's the thing. Why would you... Why would you put that kind of hate out on an email where emails are leaked and stuff like that all the time? All the time, bro. Have you not seen the president? He's an idiot. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> He's an idiot. Like, so John Gruden, and he didn't want to apologize. He said that he doesn't have a racist bone in his body, but racist people don't make comments like he did. Racist, misogynistic, all of that. He has a lot of hate in his body. He has a lot of issues, and he deserved to get fired. Absolutely. I agree. And I think the I think the Raiders last week did not play well because they're looking at their coach like, obviously, you don't like us as black people. Calling a black man rubber lips, and and compared to Morris Smith, the uh, head of the NFLPA, mm-hmm. said his lips are the size of Michelin tires. Yeah, that's very racist. Come and on, you bro. can't look at your team of of black, black players, black. and you also have a gay player on your team who just announced as gay this past season. And he's still great. I'm yeah. sorry. Have we? Have you seen how he's playing? He's playing amazing. He's. All, I don't care. He's. I told you we start. We talked about this on the on the podcast. Yeah, we did talk about. I don't him. care what he does as long as he's good. Yeah. And as long as he does his job, he doesn't have to be amazing. If he does his job, cool. Yeah. Play. It shouldn't matter. Yes. Do you be you outside outside of football? Yeah. And don't do anything stupid in the media, and you can be whoever you want. But John Gruden apparently doesn't believe that. So. He, there's no way you can look at his team that way when he made all these comments and say, hey, play for me. So I do believe that the Raiders could potentially, with him gone, with now a new coach in there, I believe they might have a rejuvenation. And I think the Raiders might win this game. I do too. I agree. I think they're the more talented team from the get-go already, but I do believe with them that having— That Broncos defense is something different, though. Well, the Steelers did pretty good against that Broncos defense, so I don't think that defense is that bad. Christ, next game. I'm saying the defense is not that good because my Steelers' Cowboys, offense is not good. Cowboys-Patriots. Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys rolled. Patriots there, are not, not good. There's nothing really to talk about this one. Patriots are perfectly mediocre. Yeah, and that's okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. That's okay with that. You can have down years. I, but I think that, you know, Mac Jones is going to make his mistakes and that defense is not looking as good as it once was. Any more games? Seahawks-Steelers. I'm going with the Seahawks. I want to pick the Seahawks so bad because I know they're a better team than us. But I don't believe in Geno Smith. I believe more in that Seahawks defense. That's actually pretty good. No, that's not. They're the not Seahawks defense is trash. They're not that bad. Come on. The Seahawks defense is trash. Yes, it is. It is trash. Jamal Adams is a beast. He is, but he, is he doesn't defense. cover. He doesn't cover wide receivers, right. dude. 
So, like, in that offense, it's not going to be as It'll good without Seahawks. Russell Wilson. It'll be Seahawks. I know. You pick against me any, either way. But I do believe the Steelers yeah. will win this game. I wouldn't be surprised if we lost. But going into it, I'll pick the Steelers. Bills, Titans, Monday night game. Bills have been destroying everybody, including the Chiefs last week. Yeah. I'm going with Titans. Who? Wow. That's an upset right there. That's a pretty big upset. I'm not going to lie to you. Is Josh Norman still on the Bills? No, I don't think so. Good. No, they have Tredavious White as their best corner now. Oh, then it's his turn. <laughs> Come on. Look, I like— Come on. Derek, you saw what Derek Henry did to that, did that Bills defense last year? It's the same defense, just with Tredavious White. Yeah, but that offense— He can is, catch the smoke, too. Offense is not looking great for the Titans. Yes, but Derek Henry is an unstoppable beast. And their beast. defense is not playing well, either. So here's what I'll say. I do think it'll be the Bills. The Bills have been destroying everybody. It's going to keep going. And that's just how I— Kind of like the Bills have been playing Gary ever since they lost to the Steelers. Yeah. All right. But uh, I like you picking that upset, though. It'll be I, something I to talk about Titans. next week. I'm not I think it'll be the Titans, honestly. And that's all the games? Yeah, it was all the games. All right. So we went through all the games. Second episode of the week. We're actually putting out two episodes in a week. We yep. should be really proud. And this will be a thing going forward because I think we're really putting some effort into making sure we are consistent for everybody out there that may want to listen and putting them out within a good amount of time. So. Well, how about. Uh, Anything else? We're not making any promises. Two episodes a week. That's all we can promise. And it, I don't have anything else. I think we've done a pretty good job. All right, cool. This has been the JB Sports Co- Podcast with Jace and Joe. Thank you guys for listening today. We will get another one out to you guys going on next week. Enjoy your week, guys.